0: I'm Jr. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrow's Under Review. At this time right now, we have King Germ from Pod Saving My Marriage on our little bit we're doing with him for a quick little ad that we're going to throw in our show for him. So, King Germ, please tell us real quick about your new show. Uh, thank you, Jr., for calling me. Uh, well, as far as my new show, it's kind of same as the old show. If you're not familiar with the old show, it, it was previously known as a ProCast, but we did some rebranding, and now we're showing people how Pride and saved Our Marriage. It's basically, think of all your TV couples. Uh, that's what you have with me and my wife. We don't always agree. We disagree most of the time, but that's where the magic comes from. Um, you can catch us every Friday um, on all DSPs, and hopefully you will come and listen and get entertained by us so we can show y'all how we are saving our marriage with podcasting. Man, sometimes I like to watch certain movies. When I see a action movie, I get all excited I feel like I'm going back into the 80s (laughs) and when I'm going into the 80s I just got for some reason I I mix Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage and I can take anything and I get a little tough with it my voice gets a little stronger and my shoulders pop out a little bit like Brock Lesnar and I get excited because we don't get very many action movies out here in the world oops the mic's on whoa 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 I'm JR
1: and I'm Stacy
0: And we are back with another review. Today's review, tonight's review, this morning's review, will be of playing a 2023 action thriller starring Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter. Real quick, for anyone who doesn't know who Mike Coulter is, we'll go to Gerard Butler in a second. Mike Coulter, to a lot of people, is Luke Cage from the Defender series, from Daredevil, from Jessica Jones, and from his own series of Luke Cage. And Iron Fist, so we will see him back in the Disney Plus um, ecosystem real soon whenever they bring that kind of stuff back. Now, let's get over to Gerard Butler. The reason that I'm doing an intro with these two is because if you look at a movie poster, these are the first two you see. Now, Gerard Butler, we can go deep with him. Everybody's going to say 300. And then some ladies, some guys, some anybody's going to say, P.S., I love you. That's where you're going to get Gerard Butler. You're going to know he's an action star. He's bona fide. Now let me pass it along to my lovely co-host real fast.
1: Well, that was a great introduction you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, everybody. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Um, We are going to talk about Plane. Obviously, it is a film about being on a plane. Um, If you have any fear of flying... um, if you're about ready to hop on a plane to go somewhere, you're vacationing, you might want to skip this one for right now and then come back to it um, when you get back and land safely. Um, I definitely do not recommend watching this movie if you're about ready to board somewhere because it might give you a little bit of PTSD or something like that. Um, just, just take caution and precautions, you know? Um, this is not the planes movie, to be confused with the Disney movie um associated with um what are those shows called? Um The car movies, cars. Yeah,
0: the Pixar <laughs> the Pixar type stuff.
1: Yep, so this has nothing to do with that. This is an action movie and it is a hundred percent um I don't wanna say real, because you might have some digital stuff in there, but it is not um, an animated movie by any means so remember everything in here is our opinion our opinion only we are not going to try to persuade you one way or another or tell you how to feel about the show um we do recommend going ahead and seeing it um i mean there's no harm in that if you don't like it turn it off if you do keep watching
0: no doubt in that. And sorry i got a little tongue tied we uh work off of our computers to get it to to refresh our minds on certain knowledge. So here's one thing I want to throw out here. You know, we never talk about the studios or anything like this, but this movie is one of those movies that that was caught in movie limbo. This movie started out, uh, it was once a Lion Gate movie, then it went on to be a Solstice Studio movie, and then it came back to Lion Gate, and then this movie was released now. Now, quick thing that we talk about in each episode, we talk about the streaming service or the method of how the movies come about. This movie was odd this movie was an early release on video on demand and then it was released in theaters so some of my friends in Virginia went to actually go see it so that's okay. what caught my eye this time That's because I'm the one that, that brings the movies to us
1: sometimes, most sometime, of the time,
0: yeah. the time. so um, a friend of mine uh, Leslie um out there in Virginia, shout out to the uh, emergency department out there in Campbell County and all that other good stuff out there. Because she brought this movie to my attention, her and her husband and her children went to go see it. So I saw them behind a preview of Michael Coulter and Gerard Butler. I was like playing. What is this about?
1: <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought it took an odd turn. Um, I I guess we'll just jump into it. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, so you have Mike. He is. The, what is the name of his character? Um, his name is... Sorry, guys. We should already have this, but... I don't know why I can't find his name.
0: Are we talking about Brody Torrance?
1: No, Brody Lewis. Brody is the... Gerard Bartler. Yeah, the captain. The main pilot. So, you have Brody and... Um, Lewis... Of course, he's escorted onto the plane, introduced to Brody. You have his, what do you want to call him? His marshal?
0: Yeah, I got his marshal Is that?
1: Yeah. And he basically said, um, we're transporting him because he murdered somebody. Um, leaves it at that. They ask if he's dangerous, and... Basically, they're like, oh, well, he could be, but he might not be. <laughs> it's like the situation. or
0: they clearly didn't give you exactly. a, a definitive answer. Yeah.
1: And as the pilot, you know, I you should be prepared, you know? Do I need to worry about this dude taking his handcuffs, twisting around the marshal's neck and squeezing and killing him, and then hurting my flight attendants? Because you can clearly see as the movie's progressing that they have no security when it comes to the captain. In the any of the pilots because the flight attendants are all just willy-nilly in and out of the cockpit there because you and I have flown together they keep that the the pilot's door locked from the inside like you can't the flight attendant can't just open it up and walk in whenever she feels like it like they have to let you in from the out inside
0: Yeah, because they they do place a phone call to get in. Right, and that's one
1: thing that I'm just kind of like, okay, so this dude, he's going to go crazy, and he's going to start killing people in a plane. That's what
0: I thought. And that was my initial thought, too. I thought it was going to be like, because I knew him as Luke Cage, so I knew he had strength. Yeah. So I figured they were going to just be all parallel or whatever, just to make a joke, to have him bust out the handcuffs and do some extra stuff. But it didn't happen that way. Right. Um so we're on the plane and you know they go through the normal stick the checklist uh, the, the checklist
1: they have the iPads and then this dude walks in I don't I don't know what his title is I'm not even going to try to 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 um, think about it basically he's a dude that tries to save the airline money if he meets a quota he gets a bonus that's how I see him right so he goes in and says alright here you go here's your flight pattern let's go well, of course you got Brody. He's like, um, well, there's a storm here. I think we should reroute. He's like, nope, that'll cost you twelve thousand in fuel, or twelve thousand gallons of fuel, or whatever it was. So let's keep it straight. You'll be fine. So he can't detour because he didn't get approval.
0: So without, if they had to take that simple deviation, we probably wouldn't even have a movie. Right, right, now.
1: right, right. But you know. he's just sitting here like he gets like I should have done what I wanted to do when you get closer to the end of the movie he's like man and that's what I feel it's like if I would have just went with my gut and done things the way I thought they should have been done I would never have been put through this
0: so so true And and like just thinking about when we were on the plane Flying from Columbus to Orlando, I kind of, mm-hmm. it kind of, I didn't get PSTD or nothing like that, but I kind of just got a feeling, I was like, wow, something here is not right. Something here is just not going to go well. So right. they're, in, they're in the plane, him and his co-pilot. Mm-hmm. They get a little turbulence at the very beginning. Yep. Then it gets a little rowdy. Yeah. And when it gets rowdy, I'm sorry, my voice is getting into that professional <laughs> wrestling voice, but it gets crazy. Yeah. Um, they, no, it's
1: like a storm. Like they flew right through the storm.
0: And then they get out of a piece of the storm and think everything's all swell. Then the next thing, boom, mm-hmm. the cop's cell phone drops out of his head. Right. And just like anybody that's on the plane... with Like, it's
1: still a little a little rough. Like, you're if the seatbelt sign is still on. And oh, my gosh,
0: this dude. And well, let me say this real quick. When you're on a plane and you're told to stay in your seat... Always treated like you're in elementary school. You sit down and listen to the person that's telling you the right thing to do because they are trained.
1: Well, yeah, but you know, people in the world today, it don't matter what anybody tells on Their opinions, right? And that's all that matters.
0: So now here we go. This cop gets out to gets out to go get his vote. Right. And they get the. It's tur- like
1: he's sending his last message to his wife or something.
0: Yeah, something. And then the stewardess comes out at the same time. She's like, right. "Sir, sit down. No." and next thing you know <laughs> the plane goes boop boop and boop boop means the plane goes up and down very fast mm-hmm. and we have two fatalities
1: yep and like you don't see a whole lot of his but they did this oof, they did this lady uh, you can see the contact in the seat and hear her neck snap
0: and then you hear her go throop, boop boop yep. and boop boop to me is thud.
1: yep just lands right in the seat
0: yeah really it really wasn't it was really graphical but
1: it was so fast right and this was all super fast
0: and then next thing you know we get this this plane this plane is going down we see nothing but water so we were expecting these people to just die
1: right they lose everything their radio went down um what was it they had so many minutes and i don't know why i can't remember that but you have the the co-pilot and he's keeping track of all this stuff. And Brody's telling him, okay, do this, do this, do this. And he's, you can tell he's panicking a little bit. But you can also tell that he's being very calm and professional. And he's got his head on him. Um, he knows what he needs to have done. And they're warning the people, you know, hey, you need to prepare for impact or brace for impact. Um, he's like, all right, how much time do we have left? And they're counting down however long they have left before the plane completely stops or just hits somewhere. And like you said, they're finally able to go through that last bit of cloud. And they're like, okay, we got two minutes left or a minute left or 60 seconds, and they see an island.
0: Now, we're going to spin this back out real quick to Trailblazer Airlines. Yes. Trailblazer Airlines... At some point, while this is happening, well, it's... I mean, the plane's going down. Already has heard that the plane went out of the air. Because they start talking about what's going on, where's this plane, blah, 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 blah. So, then right. it's-
1: It doesn't really give us a time frame. Um, it could have happened, like, when all of their systems went down. Yeah. I feel like, at this point, when they're having this meeting, they had lost um, contact with them... And then they started gathering people together once they lost the point of contact. But I feel like there's a little bit of discrepancy in the time because I feel like they didn't bring that guy in until after they had already crashed slash landed. For the first time.
0: So basically, the plane clear cuts an area, and it was a joke that I made because everybody knows about clear cutting. That's just getting all the trees out the way. So yeah. The plane clear cuts an area. The plane lands, and it almost goes off the edge, and they almost die, but right. it, it stops.
1: But they he they're going and they're going through these trees, and he sees a road. Like this, captain pilot is so um, observant of what is going on around him. That he was able to find the island, find a road, and land the plane safely.
0: And that was the wild thing to me because after the plane was landed, Mm -hmm. you know, it was time to get everybody lined up and organized.
1: Right. And, of course, you know, they're on a hot island and no air conditioner inside the plane. So you can imagine how hot it's going to be in there. And they were quick to realize that, you know, that we're sending hot box. And, of course, you know, you got your complainers. Or your complainer.
0: Yeah, you have your complainer and you get your dynamic for some of your uh, your um, guests that were on the plane. Oh, yeah. And some clear things come out of this. Gerard Butler, as a character, I went back to my 300 days with him. When I closed my eyes, he when he got off that plane, he was a pallet then. But once he got off that plane, he had turned into Rainbow. Okay. Because he was being very strategic. He knew how to organize these people.
1: Right. So one thing I do like is that he did take ch- take charge. He's like, "All right, I have to be the leader. I have to get th- these people safe. They're my responsibility. I'm the pilot. They're my my people, basically, and I have to make sure they get taken care of." So he, of course, he goes back on the plane and he's going through dudes the um, marshals' belongings. Belonging. And finds out that Lewis was military, so he makes the decision at that point. This is the guy that I want with me going through the island to help to go find help, and it turns out to be probably the best decision he made.
0: And for Lewis, it turned out to be an even greater situation. Yes. We'll talk about later.
1: Yeah, um, I don't want to ruin the movie a whole lot. Um, we're going to basically give you the gist of the movie, but we're going to give it to you real fast. Um Lewis or not Lewis Brody does get find um a building. He gets the phone working. He calls Trailblazer headquarters and do you want to tell them what happened?
0: And basically they diss him. They act like that he's a prank caller. Yeah. Oh. They don't take him serious, but he does one thing that is very intelligent. He mm-hmm. contacts his daughter.
1: Yeah. So basically she's like sir we've had fake calls about this all day if you don't have your employee ID number then there's nothing I can do with you. It doesn't show whether she hangs up on him or if the call disconnects. But to me I feel like I feel like she hung up on him.
0: And I do too.
1: I don't know why but I feel like she hung up on him.
0: And then when he gets to his daughter and I hope she
1: lost her job over that. I know she- it. I know it's all fake, guys. I know that. I know that. <laughs> But I hope she lost her job over that.
0: And then spending to the daughter. The daughter gets the information. He gets a slight bit of information to the daughter. And that's where I got lost in the movie because he gave her information. And I don't know if the information made it to Trailblazer or if it just stayed with the daughter.
1: Both. Well, because she, he was. He said, I tried to call. And I, th- I think he got out enough to, to be like, I tried to call them. I got disconnected. This is where we're at. And then it kind of like goes off. And then it was because of the daughter that they were able to hire um, private um what what are they called um, a private group. Because, they were mercen-
0: they were mercenaries. yeah,
1: because because they basically said, all right, they are on this island, and it's basically ran by criminals, and even um, were they in where were they at?
0: They were somewhere off the coast of, was it Thailand? I don't know. I want to say it was Thailand. Yeah. The they, Philippines. The Philippines, okay.
1: Yeah. The plane makes an emergency landing on what turns out to be Jolo Island in the Philippines. And the crisis manager straight up tells them, um, you know, they're not going to send anybody in there. Even the people from the Philippines won't touch this island because it's ran by criminals.
0: And that's the good part that I want to talk about the criminals, and I'll be very quick about this. The criminals, none of them are hilarious. They do they do speak a foreign language, and in the version we watched, we had no subtitles. So we don't know what's really going on, so we had to assume what was going on. But when they run up, and, and I know I use my terminology, but when they run up on the passengers, uh, there's two passengers in particular that get slain. And they get slain not because of hesitation, because of their their anxiety and their nerves so to anybody that's watching be careful with that too because I know things sometimes you know move you in a different direction
1: right and like you said it's not because of who they were it's how they acted right like they come they beat um Brody and Lewis back to the camp so you have Brody and Lewis here hiding Lewis is you know laying on top of Brody and being like Sh- shut t- shut up like don't mess this up um you know you're gonna go out there and you're gonna get everybody hurt so just chill to F out yeah. <laughs> I guess is' basically what he's trying to tell them and these these two um this couple she just takes off running and instead of you know just seeing what's gonna happen, I mean she just goes and you have a however many people sitting there with guns and you know of course you're going to die.
0: Right, And the militant, the second in command basically, he just took that gun and he he sprayed it up like this. Uh-huh. Just like bread his head.
1: Yep, you're done. And then of course her husband's freaking out or whatever he was to her.
0: And the second um, in command takes care yeah, of it. it's freaking
1: out and yep, you're done too. We ain't putting up with this. So that right there is four fatalities already in this plane accident.
0: And to move things along, like we said, we, we don't want to spoil everything in it. The movie works its magic like it's supposed to. Right. Um, the way that the ending comes about is very simple.
1: Yep. Um, so the rescue team just comes in, guns a rescues them from where everybody's captive. Um, they get back to the plane um, while Brody and Lewis are out. Trying to make contact. The co pilot has fixed the plane to the best of his abilities.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: they get it get it started, get it turned around, get everybody back on the plane except for Lewis.
0: Basically Lewis finds a bag of money and he's like, <laughs> Woo ha I got you all in check. I helped you get where you're going. Yeah. Now I'm taking this money and I'm hidden to wherever we go, so then we don't see Lewis again.
1: Or so we think.
0: Or so we think
1: yeah. so it turns out um what is it the rocket launcher we have the the one dude at the end of the runway there with a rocket launcher or whatever you want to call it excuse me if that is wrong but you know it is what it is i'm gonna call it whatever i want to call it i'm a female that does a that knows nothing about guns or bullets or rockets or whatever i mean i, I know how to shoot one and i, I, I mean
0: you play golden so you know the difference mean, between a grenade launcher and a yeah rocket launcher.
1: i mean I, I know how to shoot one and I never miss, but that doesn't mean I know what they're all called. <laughs> <laughs> so here he is about ready to light up the plane with a dagon missile. It, it looks like a freaking missile. And...
0: The craziest thing There comes
1: have. Lewis to the rescue. Yep. Yeah, Brody, it, it looks like... Brody, I think Brody just waves at him and he's like, goodbye. So they get up in the air and... They can't go any higher because they have all the doors open. Um, They're finally talking to headquarters, and they're like, where do I go? He goes, well, you need to go up. You need to go up. He's like, I can't. So, okay, 50 miles this way, and you have an island that you can land on. And just think, 50 miles is all the further they needed to go, and none of this would have (laughs) happened. Like, it's crazy. Right. So, but they barely made it that 50 miles. (laughs) So, they land on the island and the day is saved.
0: So, let's dive into this. What's your take on this movie?
1: I liked it. Um, It was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. I feel like there was more to Lewis's story. Um, As of right now, I did see something um, down at the bottom of... Wikipedia that said that there was possi- the possibility of a sequel based on Lewis's role. Okay. And it is going to be called Ship.
0: Okay, I, I can. All I, right, I like that. Michael Coulter getting out there doing something extra.
1: Yep, it says that Gerard Butler will not star in it, but he may make a cameo appearance. So, of course, this is all just what happened this year, February 2023. Um, it's in the talks. It's not concrete. It's not guaranteed. So you can't quote us on any of that stuff.
0: Yeah, no doubt in that because he could just go back and do Disney and not look back. Right, right. You know, those, um, those checks are comfortable. I guess. Yeah,
1: I thought that it was a it was a good movie. There were some things that I'm just like, okay, but
0: now, yeah. Now I'm gonna break it down real quick. The only thing that I had a problem with in this movie was the gunfire. There was way too much gunfire going on for not a lot of the good guys to die. As much as the militants were shooting at them, like, but
1: they did take a lot of shots. Um, Gerard Butler's character, uh, Mr. um, Excuse me. Torrance. Yep. Brody did take two bullets. Um, A couple of their um, drop ins took a few bullets. But they kept their passenger safe, and that's what their, their goal was.
0: And that movie executed that good. Um, and then the other thing that... It wasn't hilarious, but it was wild. There was a fifty caliber rifle that was used in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Be very careful, people, when watching. When that gun's being shot. The one that made the guy, when he was at the one part of the truck, smack the other part of the truck.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the gun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So so just be careful with that. But overall, I'm going to get this one... Um, we had do, done a new rating scale that we put in, in a previous episode.
1: Zero for trash. One, two, three. I'm going to give it a two. Um, I'll
0: put it on the shelf because it was something that was good. And not everything goes on my shelf because it was it's action-adventure. And it's kind of on that parallel of this could have not gone to theaters and just been a Netflix movie, and I might have mm-hmm. watched it. But it came from a different parallel, and it wasn't associated with Netflix. So it came to me, and people in my Facebook groups or at least on my Facebook scroll that I do twice a week. I seen it. It caught my eye. I researched it. Um, then I brought it to you all. Mm-hmm. And it started off. There's one thing I want to say. This movie has a slow turn. It starts off slow. The it gears does. do not grind until 15, 20 minutes into it. So. Right.
1: Because I think I remember you sending me a message that said I picked a dud. And I'm like, no, no, let's give it time. I think, I think you picked a good one. So I'm going to go with a one and a half. Um, I I would watch it again, but it's not something I'm going to pick up and be like, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it again. Um, I feel like it was a very good movie. um, Well put together. A lot different than I thought it was going to be. Um, I didn't really think it had any awful parts in it. Um, I like stuff that has a storyline. A background, a beginning, an end, and a reason. Um, it's hard to do that with this type of situation, um, but at the same time, they could have gave us a little bit of a background about the island. Right. Uh, I I think I would have enjoyed that a little bit more, or maybe having subtitles to whatever language they were speaking.
0: If it was even a real language,
1: right, right, and it could have just been something made up Some on the island, head. yeah, and that's fine. But you know, they could have. They knew what they were wanting them to say, so they could have gave us some type of subtitles. So So one
0: thing I want to say about all the movies that we've reviewed and these episodes come out whenever they are, everything except the Whitney Houston, the last two movies we watched, we do need a little bit more character development. That's the only thing that's killed me in these 2023 movies. It's like they're good movies. I like my characters, but I don't have a deep enough story or a deep enough connection with them because right. I want to know more about Birdie, I definitely wanted to know more about Michael Coulter's character.
1: Right, and that's that's something that we like. Um, you know, it might not be something that everybody likes, and that's fine. Um, you know, we wholly support your whatever way you want to go. Um, but, yeah, we do like the character development and give, the follow-up. Give, give up me a flashback. Just give
0: me yeah. two flashbacks. That's yeah. all I'm asking for. Yeah. Let me get a flashback when he was 22 or something.
1: Yep. Sh- show me why he killed somebody instead of just giving me whatever story he told. Because right. I, th- I think they told why he, um, or what happened. I think, what, he was 18, and he something happened he was in the wrong place at the wrong time is what he said yes and ended up joining the military and then ran away and then finally got caught however long later
0: and like i said just a little bit more character development but other than that i'm fine with that yep so as always we come to the end of this episode and i am jr
1: and i'm stacy and we want to thank you for taking the time to listen